I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Hi, and welcome to Play Me and Part 2 of Other Side of the Game by Amanda Paris. In Part 1 of Other Side of the Game, we met Beverly, a York University student in the 70s who joined Toronto's Black activist movement after some resistance from its male leader. We also met Nicole, a new mum living in 2006 in Toronto's Jane and Finch community, who is working to provide a stable life for a young son. While Beverly works to have her voice heard within the movement set on tearing down the system, Nicole resists getting drawn too deep into her ex-boyfriend's world after he was released from prison. This is part two of Other Side of the Game. Warning, this episode contains coarse language and a racial epithet. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Hi. Hey. Um, is everything good? Yeah. I just wanted to check in. I hope it's cool. I brought Sakai a little something. Thomas the Tank Engine? He'll love this. But it's way past his bedtime. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is kind of late. Yeah. My bad. I brought you something, too. Mmm, those patties from Randy's? Yep. You know that's my weakness. Come in. Um, shoes? <laughs> so this is your spot. Not bad at all. Yeah, Kiki came through. Housing would have had me on that waiting list forever. What's all this? You're gonna laugh. I would never laugh at you. Liar. Pinky swear. I'm making a vision board. A vision board? What's that? Is this thing Ianla Van Zandt? Is that that Oprah lady? Yeah. Who gives the bad advice? Wait, what are you talking about? She gives good advice. Eh, debatable. So what does this vision board do? It doesn't really do anything. So what's the point? I guess when you take the goal out of your mind and put it on the board, you're making a promise to yourself and the universe or something that you're going to make sure this thing happens. It's like... Deciding to affirm something beyond what this moment tells you is possible. Man, I missed you. Um, do you want a drink or something? Sure. Guinness? You know it. So these are your goals, huh? You want to write, go to school at Howard, and a house. Why is Iverson here? Uh, Don't worry about that. (laughs) You know he ain't six foot. And he can't rap. You're a hater. Let me just pack this stuff up. I'm playing with you. I'm just curious about you. 
I don't like being exposed. I kind of like you exposed. Okay. Let's make this fair. What's on your vision board? I don't have a vision board. Just say you did. What's one thing you want to accomplish in life or one dream that you have for yourself? I don't know. Make money? That's original. What else? You don't have no dreams? Nothing you want to do? Yeah, but... But what? It's just too late. Says who? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. If you make this about other people, you'll always have an excuse. It's about you. When did you get so smart? <laughs> I was always so smart. You were just too slow to realize. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Remember when the popo rolled up at the court last week? Yeah. You called me your girl. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You said, I'm just here talking to my girl. For real? Okay. Maybe I did. What's the question? You want to know if you're really my girl? Nicole, in my mind, you never stop being my girl. You just left. I know. It was complicated. You know it's not like before, Devante. I have another person with me. I know. And you're okay with that? I mean, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. What does that mean? I'm gonna show you what that means. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> it's cool. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yo, I can't talk right now. I just said now's not a good time. I'll link you later. Yeah. Alright. One. You good? I'm great. So, you gonna help me make my first vision board or... <laughs> what we need to do is start building a vision for the future. What does that mean? We need to stop reacting and begin building. Who invited the poet? Okay. Elder, what do you think we should do? We should be focusing our efforts on lobbying. We have to reform the system. We can't spiral out of control, rioting and mashing up the place. We need to rein the people then back in. Why? There is a rise in black militancy. Black people aren't begging. Black militancy? What are you trying to do? What, build an army? Start shooting at the pigs? People have a right to be angry. I'm not saying that they don't, but... My son is eight years old, and I can see teachers trying to devalue his worth every day. I can see him confused and angry. Josiah has a right to be angry. So what? You want to teach Josiah to riot? No. I am going to teach Josiah how to channel his anger, know the power of his voice. I want him to be able to stand up and defend himself when a teacher... How touching. Listen, young lady, there is a distinct difference between holding up a placard at Christy Pitts and organizing a community. My name is not young lady. Oh, Lord, here we go. Okay, okay, Akiwa, calm down. It's Akila. Aren't you supposed to be taking the minutes? I think, if I may, I think that the problem is we don't know how powerful we are. Who are you? Who is she? I'm Beverly. Hi. I'm new. Uh, I just... I think that 
I mean, I'm not an expert, but I don't think that you can expect society to change if you're not ready to take the first step. The first step? My girl, I've taken the first, second, third, and fourth step. Do you know how long I've been doing this? I... I just think that if we're building a real black political movement, then we have to make sure that... that... what? I don't know. Nothing. Sorry. Don't apologize. What? Speak up. Well, I just think that people have to start thinking about what resistance means to them on an individual level. Like, personally. I think I get what the sister is saying. So, for example, one step someone might want to take is getting the white out of their hair. That's not exactly what I... A second step could be getting the white woman out of their mind. Are you insinuating that... Ah, I think I know where you're going with this, brother. Maybe a third step could be, for a few people in this meeting, getting the white woman out of their bedroom. Whoa! Hold on, hold on. Now, we don't have to start getting into people's private affairs. I don't think that's pertinent to the conversation. I say we take another break. I agree. Yes, a break is good. Look at that. You finally found something you both can agree on. Can I help you? Yeah, I wanted to. Young man, we can't begin until you take off your hat. I wanted to know if... Hold on a moment. Hello, Mira Collegiate, Guidance Office, Melinda Flynn speaking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, that is incorrect. You need to get the green form. Yes. The blue one is for the grade nines. Yes. No, they're not on the website. You'll have to come by the school. Yes. Okay, then. No problem. Goodbye. Go on. I just wanted to know if it would be possible for me to, like, or how I could start working on a plan to... Okay, sorry. Let me start over. Basically, I'm missing a couple of credits. Mm-hmm. But I want to go to university. Really? Yeah. You want to go to university? Yeah. And study what? I'm not sure yet. You don't know what you want to study? Nah, but I just want to try and get there. Hmm. So I was just wondering how I could do that. Like, if you could help me make a plan toward that or something. Devante Ellis, right? Yeah. Hmm. Looks like you're missing more than a couple of credits. You don't have any of your grade 11 courses completed. Yeah, I was away during that time. Away? Yeah. But I saw this flyer in the community center about these transitional programs or something for people like me who get off track. Okay. So I want to sign up for one. (sighs) Have you thought about this, Devante? Yeah, that's why I'm here. I mean, have you really sat down and thought this through? These are transitional programs for people who have demonstrated potential. It's not just for people who have gone off track. You have to demonstrate that you could succeed in them. Okay. So that's why I'm asking, how do I do that? These programs are a lot of work and require a tremendous amount of discipline. I'm scanning your record, and alongside your grades, you've been late an astonishing number of times, Devante. Not to mention your absences. You can't be late like that in these programs. Okay, so I won't be late anymore. I'll come to school every day. Just tell me what else I gotta do. Uh, I just... I don't know if this is the right plan for you. I don't know if it's a realistic one. It might be better 
just to sign up for a GED program and get your diploma and then, hear me out, look into a trade. You can get a lot of good money in the trades and make a good, honest living. Have you thought about something like that? I don't want to do a trade. Here, take a look at these pamphlets. They describe the GED program and all the various things you can do. There's a lot of opportunity, and I just... I think with your record as it stands, this might be a more realistic option for you. Maybe you don't do a trade, but there are other things available with the GED. And then come back and see me. Sound like a plan? Yeah. Hello, Mirror Collegiate Guidance Office, Melinda Flinsky. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm looking for daycare for my son. Well, you've come to the right place. What's his name? This is Zakaya. Hello, Zakaya. Look at those bright eyes. I heard about this place on breakfast television. Oh, wonderful. They were saying a lot of good things about you guys. <sighs> Thank you. We believe that in order to provide quality care, you need quality staff. Our staff to child ratio is one to four. That's so good. Yes. For our toddlers, we provide instruction in French, computers, and mathematics. Wow. You hear that, Zakaya? You're going to be speaking French. <laughs> Babies are the fastest learners. But we also believe in the power of play. We have a yard in the back for the kids to play in, and in the spring, we do a little gardening, too. Wow. That all sounds amazing. This is exactly the kind of place I want my son to be. I just want him to be exposed to a lot of things I didn't get, you know? Of course. That's the hope of every good mother. So, um, <laughs> the breakfast television thing didn't say how much it cost. We charge $2,075. A year? Uh, no, a month. A month? Right. A month. Of course. Great. Thanks for the info. I'll definitely take this place into consideration. Thanks. Hi, I'm looking for daycare for my son. How old is he? Eight months. Sorry, we don't go that young. Excuse me. Hi. You guys have daycare for infants, right? Yes, we do, but we're completely full right now. Crap, like full full? Yes, full full. I can put you on the waiting list, though. Okay, how long is the waiting list? There are currently 163 children on the list. Do you have any room in your daycare? Yeah, I have room. How much do you charge a month? 300 a week. Okay. Plus a non-refundable registration fee of $75. Okay. And I don't do diapers. What do you mean? I don't change diapers. If your baby needs his diaper changed, I call you. But I'll be at work. So then you change it after. What kind of bullshit? <sighs> hey, Tracy, can you take my shift tomorrow? 
I know. I'm sorry to ask again, but I need another day. I can't find anyone to watch Zakaya, please. I'll owe you. Thank you. Akila, given the new threats that have been made on the protest, did you talk to Brother Kwame about the defensive strategy? We're meeting on Tuesday. There wasn't enough time to- Sister Akiwa? Akila! Yes, yes. Have you briefed the new volunteers on the security protocol? Yes, I began doing that. What about the lesson plans for the Liberation School this week? Yes, I have them ready. I just have to- Sister Akila, were you able to pick up the supplies for the clinic? No, I was gonna do that right after- Akila, we need to facilitate a workshop tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. I I'll need childcare. Can someone watch my son for the afternoon? Forget it. I'll figure it out. Guess what? What? Brother Khalil asked me to write a speech for the march. He did? I did. I think he's warming up to me. He is? I am. Could you look over a draft? Of what? Of my speech. Sure, I just need to find a babysitter. Can you make edits on the press release for tomorrow morning? Yes, I can. Akila, your son is on the phone. I'll be right there. Akila, we need you in this meeting. Yes, I'm coming. Akila, the meeting has started. Yes, just give me a second. Akila, can you take the minutes? Yes, I will. Yes, I am. Yes, yes, yes! Akila? What? Are you okay? I don't know. I feel like... Of course she's okay. Sister Akila is a strong black woman who knows that nothing is more important than the revolutionary cause. Sister Akila is a soldier who brings the people out of the destruction, reactionary, petty, bourgeoisie, jive slave mentality and cleanses them of their brainwashing through re-education. Sister Akila is the kind of woman who can birth the baby while washing the clothes and cooking the food and training the comrades and cleaning the office and raising the funds and packing the groceries. Sister Akila can do it all. Sister Akila is tired. What did you say? Nothing. You said you were tired, didn't you? Tired? There is no room in the revolution for tired. It's true. You'll learn that soon enough. You can't do it all. Watch me. Maybe you should rest. What? It just... It seems like you're working really hard. Everyone is working hard. Yeah, but you work really, really hard. I know I do. I don't need you to tell me that. I'm just saying that maybe you need a break or something. There is no time for... I don't know why I'm explaining myself to you. You have no idea how much we need to do. Okay, but... You're just a floater. You float from city to city. It's easy for you to have an opinion because you don't stay in one place long enough to use that opinion in any way that will make a difference. I'm just trying to help. Who said I need help? And if I did, it wouldn't be from someone so naive. I'm not naive. Please. Why do you think Khalil asked you to write that speech for the march? What? What do you mean? Like I said, I don't need help from someone so naive. Why are you still here? Just go. I don't know when it stopped being. What? I don't know what the word is. Hopeful? Energizing? Beautiful, I guess. I don't remember when it stopped being beautiful. There were a few good years. Really good years. I used to write a lot. 
I even organized a poetry collective. You did? I did. Man, <laughs> you should have seen how packed the spot would get. I fell in love. Falling in love is beautiful. Yeah. I just believed. I really believed that we could do this. We could do this freedom thing through art and passion and... And then what happened? And then reality. My son was born and the stakes were raised and I was suddenly alone, in charge of this little life. And Kathleen fled the country and Kennedy fled the country and Stokely fled the country and Leroy was arrested and Angela was arrested and Asata was arrested and Affini was arrested and Leonard was arrested, and Rapp was arrested, and Huey was arrested, and Rosie was arrested, and Anne was arrested, and the Mumba was killed, and Medgar was killed, and Malcolm was killed, and King was killed, and Jonathan was killed, and Fred was killed, and George was killed. And I was still here, with my words all dried up. I guess that was around the time it stopped being beautiful. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's work to do, and it has to get done. 10, 20 years from now? Josiah can't be sitting in meetings still talking about racist school systems and trigger-happy police. Yeah, but... What about the love? What about the passion? The art? You still need those things. Your son needs to know about those things too, right? My son needs to live. That's what he needs to do. He needs to be alive. He needs to not be on the run or live in a jail cell. You just got here. You have no idea what this thing is. I might not know the difference between a Trotskyite and a Leninist, but I do know that I want to do more than survive. You've been through a lot and grieving takes time. You can't live on anger. You can't build on it. It's stupid. <laughs> you need love. You really do. I'm only part-time at the bookstore. I could look after Josiah sometimes, if you want. Hello? Uh, yes, it is. I see. When? Where? What's the charge? Why not? Okay, so there is a charge. Got it. What happened? Khalil's been arrested. What? I have to go. Call the lawyer and have them meet me at 13th Division. But... So, I'm on hold with Toronto Children's Services for like 45 minutes only to be told that I'm gonna be put on a waiting list and there are 18,000 children ahead of mine. 18,000! By the time they get to Zakaya, he'll be graduating fucking high school. Like, what's the point of saying you have a subsidy if barely anyone can get it? This whole system is backwards. There has to be another way. Like, back in the day, it didn't seem like people were relying on daycare. You found your tribe and got support and stuff. Everything just feels so broken now, you know? Hello? Siobhan! Oh, yeah. Man, fuck the police. What? 
Yo, what's up with you? You've been acting haunted since you walked through the door. Do you think there was ever a time when men gave women the respect they deserve? Probably not. Why? He's cheating on me. How do you know? I just know. That's not an answer. Trust me on this. You come with this drama every month. This time is different. Why? It just is. Did you see a text? Did you sneak into his MySpace? Did you follow him? I've got chlamydia. What? I went to the clinic this morning. This motherfucker gave me chlamydia. Holy shit. You must think I'm an idiot. I don't think you're an idiot. I should have seen this man was a waste youth. He wasn't waste in the beginning. He wasn't, right? Yo, boom. You're the one I want, see? Forget them hoes. Not even preying them. You're the wife, you see? So tell me, where you want to go shopping? You're taking me shopping? Of course. Anywhere you want. Shopping for what? <laughs> Anything you want. Hmm, how about Yorkdale Mall? Yorkdale? Yorkdale? But a Yorkdale in the Raga Raga shops. I'm taking you to Yorkville. My woman wears the top of top of things, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Now that's what I'm talking about. Turn around. <laughs> Damn. My baby is fine. You want one in every color? Anything you want, boo. I know mad girls was hating because he chose me. And I loved it. Baby girl, you know it's me and you, see? No one else matters. Me and you against the world. I remember. It didn't stay like that. All of a sudden, he went from buying my clothes to picking out my clothes. You want to wear what? Nah, change that. Put this on. My wife is not walking on road looking like some sleuthing. Then came the interrogations. Where were you today? Anna Cole. Anna Cole. Yeah? You were at Nicole's house all day? Yeah. Yeah. All day, you were at Nicole's house? Yeah. Yeah. You never left Nicole's house? Um... But, uh, Okay, you remember my friend Joel with the buck teeth? His mom is really sick, so I went to go see him to drop off a card. I was only there for like five minutes, I swear, and then I went to Nicole's. Yeah, eh? What time was that? I'm not sure. About 3.30, you think? I don't know. Yeah, I would say it was around 3.30 because that was the time I called you, and that was the time you didn't answer. Yeah, 3.30 seems about right because that was the time Tuffer told me he saw you go into Joel's building. And him say, you came out around four o'clock. That sounds longer than five minutes to me. I'm sorry. How many times I got to tell you? The streets are watching and I run these streets. You can't hide nothing from me. And then I started working for him. Shaban, I need you to drop this stuff over at Kareem's by five. If anybody stops you, say you're going to check your own cuisine. Okay. What is it? Concern yourself with none of that. Just drop it off, see? Why didn't you tell me how bad it was? Because I knew what you'd say. And you were too busy with Sakaya. Anyway, at first it wasn't a big deal. It started with small favors, but they just kept getting bigger. Hey, Siobhan. You know Chris, right? Which Chris? The one that stays by Trimby and plays ball sometimes at the center. Oh, yeah. I've known him since elementary. You, you been to his crib? Yeah, back in the day when he used to have those barbecues. You been inside? Yeah. 
I need you to draw the layout to his house. Why? Don't worry about why. You're gonna set up Chris? What did I just say about asking questions? Is that how Chris ended up in the hospital? Yeah. Damn, Siobhan. I knew it was bad, I knew, but I still did it. Why? Because I said so. Man, fuck Winston. Watch when I see him. This man has done nothing for your life but bring you stress and drama. You better not bring your homegirls around me without their stress and drama. How many times have you had to bail him out of jail? How many times I have to tell you, don't chat my business? But, but nothing. And I don't care what you say. That massive-ass tattoo of his name on your neck was a mistake. Leave it alone, Nicole. You couldn't even get Winston? You had to go get Killa, his AKA? Done, no. It's done. Done? You don't get to decide when this is done. No, I was just... You just what? Let him bring drugs up into your parents' house and have custies coming in and out? No respect. And now this? I know, I know. You don't know nothing. Fuck off. What? No, not you. I'll let you know what you need to know. Shut up. Siobhan. Siobhan. I know what I'm going to do. Can you get your granny's car? Maybe. Why? We Vaselining up. Okay. So that's how you're moving. Yeah, nigga, that's how I'm moving. First, we're going to go pay a little visit to that dutty hoe in Galloway. I know he was boning and probably gave him this nastiness. And then I'm going to buy a shitload of kerosene and we lighten on his gear up. Yo, fuck it. We lighten up his house. Then we'll see what's burning around here. Okay, Chevy, take a breath. Yo, he can't just get a bly when he gave me a STI. Okay, just hold on. Paolo Coelho always says, life always waits for some crisis Please to- spare me the fucking quotes right now, Nicole. Fine. I'm just saying, take a moment to think first. I'm thinking I want to light his shit on fire. I get why you're mad, but- But what, Nicole? I'm not trying to get locked up. Are you serious? I have a son now. I'm trying to get him in daycare. Just get Miss Irene down the hall to watch him. So he can be dumped in front of a TV screen all day and come home smelling like weed? It's medicinal. Whatever. I'm just saying. I gotta go to work. I got plans. Life is different now. <sighs> okay. I see how it is. Chevy, there has to be a plan B. Okay, tell me. What does plan B look like? Call the police? And tell him what? Um, excuse me, officer, my gun-dealing, drug-pushing boyfriend cheated on me and gave me a STI. Can you arrest him, please? And charge him with being a dirty-ass piece of shit? Or maybe I should turn into Mother Teresa and just sit back, forgive him for his sins, forgive him for disrespecting me, disrespecting my body like it's nothing. Those aren't choices, Nicole. I know. I thought you were my homegirl. I am. I just... I can't do this by myself. You don't have to. I got you. Hello? Yeah? What? When? Fuck. What happened? You know what? Forget it. Just... When's the hearing? Okay, thanks. What happened? Devante was arrested. Numbers 3, 9, 17, 24, and 6. Numbers 20, 32, 40, 11, and 25.
That was part two of Other Side of the Game by Amanda Paris. Part three is now available on PlayMe. It featured Virgilia Griffith, Ryan Rosary, Ordina Stevens-Thompson, Shakura Dixon, and Peter Bailey. The original stage play was directed by Nigel Sean Williams. The playwright wishes to acknowledge the support of Cahoots Theatre and Obsidian Theatre Company, Playwrights Canada Press, the original cast and crew, and the individuals who trusted her with their story, Keisha Monique Simpson and the Paris and Hood family. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Expect Theatre or Instagram at Play Me Podcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.